I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 216 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we dealt with some serious business yesterday with Hamidi Jassim, the Iraqi war hero, and today we are going to lighten things up a bit with a first-class father who puts out some hilarious content and is the editor of The Dad. Joel Willis is going to be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. I do believe that humor is an excellent tool to use to get through some of life's challenges, especially when it comes to being a dad. We all face some uncomfortable situations, whether that be uh, going through your wife or your girlfriend's nine-month pregnancy, the delivery of your first child, or learning the ropes on the job as a new dad. I think a good sense of humor goes a long way to help ease the tension of some of those parenting moments. You need to be able to laugh at yourself as well sometimes and not take yourself too seriously. I think that The Dad is an excellent source of some great content that is relatable to all fathers, so I'm very happy to have Joel Willis here with me today. Tomorrow on the show will be my fourth collection of Navy SEAL interviews. I will be including the interview-only portions of my top five most downloaded Frogman Friday episodes. You will hear my interviews with the lone survivor, Marcus Luttrell, who joined me on the podcast along with his wife, Melanie. You're going to hear from DevBrew or SEAL Team 6 operator, Eddie Penny, exercise physiologist, Jeff Nichols, Frog Logic creator David Rutherford and entrepreneur Ryan Bates will all be included in one awesome podcast. So if you missed out on any of those interviews or you'd like to hear them again, I will be dropping Navy SEAL Collection Volume 4 on you guys tomorrow. All right, and next week I'm going to be hitting you with another five banger. One of the most recognizable names in New York radio, Greg T of Z100's Elvis Duran Morning Show will be here. Chris Powell of the Extreme Weight Loss Reality Show and three other dads will be joining me here. So make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming announcements and be sure you are sharing this podcast with every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life fatherhood rocks family values rule and every day is father's day right here with me and i'm going to jump into the action right now with the editor of the dad joel willis i'm alec lace and you're listening to first class fatherhood Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. You are going to hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to consider becoming a sponsor of First Class Fatherhood, please hit me up with an email, firstclassfatherhood at gmail.com. All right, and joining me now is a first class father. He is the creator and editor of The Dad, which is one of the greatest sources of fatherhood content you're going to find anywhere on social media. It is a big privilege for me to say, Joel Willis, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, here we go. Joel, how many kids do you have and how old are they? I have two kids. My son is seven, my daughter is nine, and uh, they're a handful. Okay, very cool. What type of uh, sports or activities are they involved with? <laughs> uh, we're, we're pretty uh, adamant about just having them in one at a time. It can be just uh, nuts. Um, and they rotate. So my son just finished Taekwondo. And then he did chess club. Um, And now he and my daughter are on a swim team. I don't know if you have kids on a swim team, but uh, we spent all morning today getting them signed up for the meets. And apparently we have to, like, volunteer for the meets as well. It's just – it's too much, man. (laughs) Yeah, no swim team kids yet for me, Joel, but I do have a couple of uh, chess players in the family here. Uh, One of my sons was in the chess club this year, which I had a chance to help out with, which was a lot of fun. So that was awesome. Oh, nice. 
Your kids you. beat you in chess yet? Oh, yeah. My oldest son is a very good chess player. All my boys are, actually. But, I mean, uh, you know, they even played in a state tournament. But my oldest son uh, is the reason that I started playing chess. It's a game that I never played or had any interest in until he showed, uh, you know, a lot of interest in it. Uh, I learned how to play it because of him, and now I love it, and we all play it. Oh, man, that's the best. Yeah, my son, you know, he's just finished first grade, so he's just learning. He hasn't beat me yet, but I I honestly kind of, like, look forward to the day that he can. I think that'll be the coolest. Yeah, the first couple of times you could try to pretend like, oh, yeah, I just let you win. But uh, after a while, uh, you know, they start to realize that they got the best of you there. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, I could pretend. No, I don't I don't take it easy on them, though. I don't, I don't let up on them. I, I play to win. Yeah, I do the same. Now, do you get involved with coaching your kids in the other sports that they play, or, or do you kind of enjoy all that from the sideline? I try to enjoy it from the sideline. I, I, I uh, was a volunteer coach for my daughter's soccer team for a little bit one time. Um, but no, I, I try to stay on the, the sideline coaching, uh, youth sports is, um, a uh, role reserved for saints. I think, I mean, the, the, the coaches, they put up with so much from the parents and it's just tough. It's a tough job. Yeah, definitely. All right, Joel, please take a minute here just to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. So I am the executive editor for the dad. Uh, the dad is a, a media brand for, for dads. Uh, we've been around for about a year and a half now. Wow, that's hard to believe. Um, yeah, so I, I run things for, for the brand. Uh, we have, you know, just a ton of platforms, a ton of content that we're producing every day. So I help uh, lead up the team that, that does all that. Um, but the dad itself is, is made up of a ton of uh, extremely talented creators, uh, writers, video producers, uh, et cetera. Um, and it's the best job in the world (laughs) to be part of this because you know my hobbies are are dad related you know personally um and then i get to lead up this brand that's uh you know also dad related so dadding is my life yeah i love the content that you guys put out there on the dad well what was the genesis of the dad and what was your uh, background before getting involved with it (laughs) yeah great question i kind of have a unique background for for leading up a media company uh i actually went to college for IT, uh, so information technology, and I worked for over 10 years um, leading up like data science programs and things like this for, for a jet engine engineering company. So it was uh, a little bit different than what I do now. Um, but and it was fun. It was exciting. The work was good. Um, but being in a corporate workplace like that was just a little bit soul crushing for me personally. <laughs> it was uh it always felt like it wasn't the right fit. So I started uh doing creative stuff on the side, uh freelance writing and stuff like that. Um and that was really my passion. I loved it. So eventually that led me to um writing parenting content for Scary Mommy actually. If you're familiar with Scary Mommy, yeah, yes, I am. Yeah, so I actually worked uh, freelance for Scary Mommy for a couple of years, um, and uh, Scary Mommy is part of Some Spider Studios, uh, and Some Spider Studios was interested in starting a dad brand, um, so that that was uh, what led to the start. Yeah, very cool. And are you involved with uh, putting out the content that I see on Instagram? Is that you, or is there a team that puts that together? How do you go about selecting which posts you're going to put up on the feed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. Yes, yeah, so we we have a system for all that stuff. It's a it's a very uh, re- relatively smoothly operating 
uh, editorial uh, system that we have. Uh, we have various types of content. We have short-form content, which is most of what you're seeing on, on Instagram. Um, a lot of it is, is comedy um, and entertainment, but uh, some of it's more sentimental and community building as well. Um, but then we have long-form content, uh, articles and essays and things like that. Um, and we have you know video content as well. <clears throat> um, and then there are people that lead up each of those types of content, and they're just constantly you know editing and receiving submissions from from our creators and and, and picking the best of the best and, and getting it up there. And we're always monitoring and making sure you know things are going well and it's on voice and achieving the the goals and vision that we have for the dad brand um, and making it happen. Yeah, I love it, especially the humor stuff. But, I mean, I think in general we need more fatherhood-focused content. It's very refreshing to see. Yeah, yeah, I feel that I, totally, man, because uh, I, I feel like there's a, a need uh, for more of it. Um, there's a lot of really talented uh, dad creators out there and good brands and stuff. Um, but just more of a positive celebration of, of fatherhood is needed. Um, so we, we really strive to do that, you know, while also, you know, just being – entertaining you know in a uh still in a positive way but i mean at the end of the day parenting is ridiculously difficult um and every dad knows that and there's always something you know relatable and, and funny about that that everybody can laugh at yeah, and I love the diaper stuff that comes up on there just because, I mean, hey, listen, it makes a lot of us uncomfortable in the beginning. We all have these sort of horrible shit diaper stories, uh, but after a while, we get used to it. Uh, so you got to have to try to find some humor in it. It's the best way to get through it. So uh, I love when I see those posts up there. <laughs> yeah, used to it. That's a good way of saying it. It just wears you down until, until you don't even care anymore. It's like, whatever. I got it. Yeah, and I have four kids myself, and by the time that fourth child came along, you know, my wife and I, we, we would try to get the better of one another there. You know, when that dirty diaper is live and you, you're the first to realize it, you try to make up an excuse. Oh, let me run out to the store real quick, and then that smell kind of engulfs the house, and you know that you've been had. Yeah, four kids. What, what, what is the range there for you? What are you, what are you dealing with? Yeah, mine are 13, 11, 8, and 4. Three boys, and then we were blessed with our little girl there. If we didn't get her on four, we'd have five by now. Oh, no. Man, you got to... You got a, a big range there, so you're, you're dealing with a little bit of everything all at once. Oh, yeah. We just dipped our toes in the teenage waters here, so we put our life jackets on. We're ready to go. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a whole different challenge, I've heard. Yeah, we're as ready as we're going to be. But uh, one thing that I do talk about a lot on the show here is the technology. Since, you know, I didn't grow up with all this stuff, as most dads didn't, there's a big gap here when it comes to the technology. It's a struggle for many of us, uh, but it's the world that our kids are growing up with. This stuff's not going away. Uh, your oldest is nine. So how do you kind of handle or monitor all the technology with your kids? All right, it's time to get an important word from our sponsors, then back with more with Joel Willis. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Are you enjoying First Class Fatherhood? Did you know you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? It may sound insane, but it's true. There is a free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Seriously, just go download the free PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android, and if you use my special code, First Class Fatherhood, you will get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. The more you listen, the more PodCoin you earn. And then you turn those PodCoins into gift cards for places like Amazon, Starbucks, or more. So go ahead and listen to this podcast on PodCoin and sign up using the code FIRSTCLASSFATHERHOOD. It will change the way you listen to podcasts. 
Let's go, dads. Summertime is upon us here, and there is no better way to spend time with your kids this summer than to take them to a live event, whether that's out at the ball field, at a monster truck rally, or even a Broadway show. Buy your tickets on SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and apply my code First class, that's one word, first class, and first class fatherhood listeners are going to save $20 off their ticket purchase. Get over to SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and buy all your tickets for this summer's fun. Maybe you want to take them to their first concert. Go to SeatGeek.com and apply my code, first class, one word, first class, and save $20 off your ticket purchase. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. But it's the world that our kids are growing up with. This stuff's not going away. Uh, your oldest is nine. So how do you kind of handle or monitor all the technology with your kids? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think it's a constant struggle. I think uh, I think the best the best way of monitoring that sort of thing is, is open and direct communication, just like uh, you know, not a non-tech way of dealing with it. Having honest communications about you know what uh, technology can be used for and what some of the pitfalls are and some of the dangers to watch out for. Um, I feel like as long as your kids are, you know, trust you, respect you, and they they're willing to, you know, open up and tell you their their fears and their concerns, then that's the best thing that you can have. Um, but then also you can you can monitor in tech ways as well. Um, my 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 daughter is just, and my son they're both very good at, at technology. They have like old disabled um, iPhones that they use to to browse things. Um, but you know they're they're extremely aware of, you know, some of the things to watch out for when they're they're on the internet. Um, you know what that they, they they know they're not allowed to like freeform search the internet, so that's a, that's a start. <laughs> Neither of them are on you know social media, other than the fact that they sometimes appear in the dad content. Um, you know, but I think it's just just all about having that that open channel of communication with them. Um, and keep and starting there. But uh, my answer will change probably as soon as they start, you know, getting on social media with their own accounts, which will just be frightening. Yeah, and it will change as the technology changes here. It does move at such a rapid pace from one year to the next. There's always big changes in how we all use this stuff. So, I mean, uh, you know, it, it's a quick pace for sure. It does. And I think it, as parents, like, one of our, our main responsibilities is to sort of keep up with it, you know, not, not, um, be uninformed about what it is and what it can be used for, but to keep up with it. Um, you know, even if it's like, I need to have some awareness of, of Minecraft and Roblox and all these things. Like, how do they work? What, what, what are the chat capabilities and stuff like that? Like, as a parent, I should, I should know some of that and not just sort of rely on, you know, the apps to police that stuff. Yeah, and I seen that post you put up there that your kids are all done with school for the summer. My daughter just graduated pre-K the other day here, so, I mean, she's all done. The rest won't be too long. Uh, what are some of the fun things you plan on doing with your kids this summer? Oh, man, yeah, so I, I'm actually located in Cincinnati, Ohio. Have you ever you ever been to Cincinnati? Yes, I went to go see a Bengals game there about 10 years ago. I used to be a Bengals fan, but I kind of drifted away from the NFL and watching all that stuff. Yeah, I used to be a Bengals fan, too, until they just perpetually disappoint me, but... Yeah, no, I, I guess I still am. Uh, yeah, in Cincinnati, there's there's actually an amusement park called Kings Island out here. Um, it's uh, pretty awesome. They have great roller coasters and stuff. I I grew up in Cincinnati, so I was I like lived there during the summers when I was a teenager. So this is my first year having a season pass uh, to to the amusement park. So my kids are starting to get into roller coasters and stuff, and it's the best. 
Okay, very cool. Now, you seem like you have a good line of humor in you here. So how do you kind of handle discipline with the kids when it comes time to drop the hammer on them? What type of uh, disciplinarian are you as a dad? <laughs> I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I think about that a lot. I think uh, humor and, and, you know, having fun with your kids and, and then also, you know, being firm and being disciplinarian, I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. I think it's important to have a good range uh, both where uh, they know that, you know, you'll have fun uh, with them and have a good time, um, make good memories and, and all those things. But they, they also know that um, if they mess up, you're going to, you're going to tell them about it. <laughs> so, I mean, I say this a lot, but my, my parenting style is really direct and open communication. Um, you know, uh, not, being unwilling to have uncomfortable conversations, whether it's, they, you know, they make a mistake, they need to know about it, um, or, or anything else. So um, I think it's important to have, have that range of both. Yeah, it's definitely a tricky thing as a dad, because one piece of advice that we hear often is don't be your child's friend, be the parent. Uh, it gets challenging because uh, I do enjoy hanging out with them. I always try to encourage them and build them up. Uh, so I do struggle with the language sometimes when it comes to disciplining them. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I also think that uh, the most important thing is that is not everybody's situation is the same. I genuinely think that parenting styles need to be adapted depending on, on the kid and the kid's personality and the kinds of things that they, they need in their lives. So um, uh, the perfect parenting style is going to differ um, depending on, on the child. Yeah, and dads have certainly changed here over time. We're no longer that 1950s uh, version of fatherhood where the dad just, you know, he's just the guy that brings home the bacon and then doesn't get involved with all aspects of the child's upbringing. Uh, we know that the way that moms are viewed now, I mean, moms are a much bigger part of the workforce and society in general. They're not that Alice Cramden type figure anymore. Uh, so it's important that we have more things out there like the dad that is celebrating fatherhood and putting the spotlight on dads. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's true for the most part. And I, I do think that there's, there's room for, for brands like the dad and, and, and for yours as well and, and all other dad brands out there to, you know, celebrate modern involved dads um, who are, you know, doing the best they can for their kids. And if, if we do that right, we do it in the right ways, I, I think that we, we literally can, you know, change the perception of fatherhood in a, in a really positive way. Yeah, well said. I agree. And I mean, listen, we have a fatherless problem going on in our country right now. We have seen the results of children who grow up without a father figure in the home. It's not pretty. I think that just going into it, a lot of young guys have this false image about what fatherhood is all about, the way that dads are portrayed on TV and in the movies. Uh, we always see that single guy, uh, you know, glorified. He's living it up. But the family guy, he's always got his head tucked between his legs. Life's always getting the better of him. And I think if we could just turn that image around and make fatherhood appeal as, as something to embrace and not something to fear, I think we'll be doing a great service to dads all the way around absolutely man yeah we think we we think about that a lot when, when we make content for the dad we wanted to we that we, we lead with entertainment and, and comedy and making people laugh and stuff like that and we want to make content that's that's uh so entertaining that you don't necessarily have to be a dad to appreciate it i think that does a couple of things that you know it entertains fathers but it also you know i don't know it makes it makes it kind of cool to be a dad you know, like that that sort of uh, imagery that we want to portray. Yeah, good stuff. All right, what type of uh, goals or plans do you have here for the future? Yeah, so like it's, we've been around for about a year and a half, but it's been uh, an, an all-out sprint for a year and a half. It has been 
just so crazy reacting to the, the, the growth and reception that we've had of the brand. So it just feels like we're just constantly, you know, running at, at full speed. Um, but we did just, uh, we just released a book called The Dad Book uh, that is available for order now in, in time for Father's Day. Um, and we also released a day calendar, like a desk calendar with like a one a day kind of thing. Uh, so those have been the focus um, as of the past two months, and that has been nuts. So we're we're really excited and proud of those two things. Uh, we're rolling them out, and then we'll be, you know, on to the next thing. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, and I will include a link to both the book and the calendar in the description of this podcast episode. So any of the dads that are out there listening, want to pick one up for Father's Day, tap the link. It'll bring you right to it. Last thing I want to hit you with here, Joel, I'd love to ask all the dads I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Yeah, I don't know. I think uh I think uh just uh don't take it too seriously. <laughs> I mean, have fun with it. Um you know, have fun with the experience of, of being a dad. Um take time out of your day to have fun with your kids. Um I am constantly uh you know, taking mental mental note of the fact that time is just moving by so fast. You know, I look back at like pictures of my kids when they were younger. Um, and, and then, and then now and it's, I just can't believe it, you know? So it's, it's, it's all about, you know, cherishing the moment. I know it's cliche, but, but take it to heart. Yeah. Well said. Love the message. This has been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Joel Willis, you are a first class father. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first class fatherhood. Cool. Thanks, Alec. Appreciate it. All right. Back with a couple of closing thoughts here in just a second. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Joel Willis for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to hear your feedback. Lock it in for tomorrow. I will be dropping Navy SEAL Interview Collection Volume 4 on you. And next week, I got five episodes with five fathers coming at you. Each one is a banger. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. That's all I got for you guys here today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Sometimes